0: Nehemiah perigimel. Nehemiah perigimel speaks about the actual building of the walls. As such, we're going to essentially go around the city and through the walls that were built one by one, uh, naming the people who helped in the assistance of building the wall, and we'll go through the entire city. And as we'll see at the end of the chapter, Nehemiah and the builders will essentially have formed a ring around Jerusalem and completed a full circle of wall. At the end of the chapter, we'll also begin to talk a little bit more about the enemies. We'll come back again and we'll delve into more detail into what exactly they were saying. Pesuk Aleph And the Yashiv, the Kohen Gadol, got up, and his brothers, the Kohanim, and they built the Gate of the Sheep. They prepared it and they established the door, its doors until the Tower of Mea and until the Tower of Hananel. So as you can see right away, we delve into the actual construction of the temple. Uh, we start off with the Sheep Gate, Shad uh perhaps because that was where they used to bring the sheep in for the korbanot of the temple. Uh, the general location of the Sheep Gate is in the east of the city. In general, the way we'll be following is the, we'll start in the east. And the walls will gradually go up, up to the north, uh, west, back down, and come all the way around to a full circle. Uh, So starting from the east of the city at the Sheep Gate. We don't know the exact locations of all the things mentioned here. Uh, but we do have a good estimations for many of them, so we could properly assess the general direction in which the construction of the wall, or at least the retelling of it in this chapter, went. Uh, in this pasuk, we see Hemai uh which we translate as, they prepared it. They prepared the wall, or they established it. Others, notably Rashi, explain shuhu as sanctified, uh, which raises a question, what exactly were they sanctifying? And the question is compounded because we have two options, whether or not Yerushalayim needed to be sanctified the Talmud presents two options. The first, that when Shlomo built the temple and created a big event to sanctify the temple and the city, uh, that sanctification of the city lasted uh, forever. When Shlomo's sanctification happened, no further sanctification was needed. The other option is that Shlomoan's sanctification was only while the Beit HaMikdash was actually standing. And so therefore the city would need a sanctification. However, we see Nehemiah later in Pedic 12 actually holding an event to sanctify the city. So either way you go, if it doesn't need a sanctification, he did it later. And if it doesn't, what is he doing here? Why exactly are they sanctifying the gate? According to the read Essentially, what they were doing was including this gate, the sheep gate, which is on the east side of the temple, as sanctifying it to the level of the temple. So not sanctifying it in the sense that of the original sanctification of the city, but rather establishing its parameters as part of the Beit HaMikdash. The Pirushim discuss uh, the two towers that we've mentioned, the Tower of Hananel and the Tower of Me'av, Tower of 100, where exactly they were in relationship to the sheep gate. Essentially, one opinion is that they were on either side of the gate, sort of as tower standing guard, or the other opinion is that they were strictly in a south-to-north manner, meaning we're starting in the east, the eastern side, and going up, uh, and everything in the Pesukim follows that matter. Pasuk And adjacent to it built the people of Yericho, and adjacent to it built Zahur ben Imri. The Pasuk here is listing people who were working on the parts of the wall next to the Kohanim. As we'll see throughout the chapter, each family or group of people had their own portion of the wall that they worked on. Pasuk uh, And the fish gate built the sons of Sina'a. They roofed it, and they established its doors, its locks, and its bars. Again, continuing in the same direction, continuing with another gate. Uh, In general, we'll see over here that gates get keruhu, they get a roof, uh, so something to cover the actual gate, perhaps a rampart, or something for people to walk over and look out. Uh, They get manulav locks and b'chav bars that extend the full length of the gate to protect and lock them. Pasuk Dalit. And next to them, Mirimot, the son of Uriah, the son of Kots, strengthened. And next to them, Mishulam, the son of Berichiah, the son of Mishravel, strengthened. And next to them, the Sadok, the, the son of Ba'ana, strengthened. As we go through these lists of people, uh, obviously we don't know who these people are, uh, but I think it's important to note how much detail is going into who built each part of the wall. I think what it does, if you could look at it in a bigger picture, is really establish the intimacy, the feeling, and the dedication that these people had for the project they were doing. It wasn't some Massive country which was doing a public work process. It was a small group of people, not a lot of people went up in the time of Israel who were surrounded by enemies who were not well off and who were giving their all to build the city. This was their biggest passion. I think uh, perhaps that's sort of the point of this panic, highlighting each individual part that was done. Uh, We're not talking about a very big wall here, by the way. So Yerushalayim in the time of Nehemiah uh, was that it's not even the size of the old city we have today, and we'll see throughout the as it develops uh, how much each of these people responsibility they had. Um, they were they we're gonna see later on they were holding a weapon with one hand and the tools to build in another. So uh, I definitely think partially at least uh, some of this list is to give credit, sh- show recognition to the dedication and resolve that the people of Jerusalem had. Pasuke. And adjacent to them, the tequim strengthened that area, and their powerful ones did not bring their necks into their master's labor. Now, this pursuit is quite interesting because it's sort of the opposite of what you would expect. The powerful people didn't work for their masters. Uh, so, usually, we would expect the powerful people to be the master. So, there's a couple of different explanations we can offer. Rashi here explains that the master means God, meaning the powerful ones, the rich ones, felt they were too powerful and didn't want to work uh, part of the wall and ignored the word of God. Um, others, Ibn Israel and Bag, explain this to mean that their appointed task maker, uh, so do not necessarily the master, but rather the one who is overseeing them in this task, uh, the rich ones basically paid their ways out of it. The Malbim offers another interesting explanation, um, that the Adidahim here is the Persian satraps or governors, and by saying that they didn't bring themselves to do the work of their Adonim, of their masters, it means that they did build the wall, essentially they didn't follow the instructions of the Persian satraps. Uh, the way the Maldim understands the political picture here is that anyone who stayed in Eretz Israel from before the time of Kodesh, basically from Galut, was under Persian power. However, any of the new Amin, the Hamia and Ezra, the group that went with him, or even Zrubabel with Kodesh, uh, were under their own jurisdiction because that was part of what the king gave them. They gave them jurisdiction. But the Tikoim, who never left, to leave and return back to the land, stayed under Babylonian and then Persian power, and so therefore were under Persian rule and had to free themselves from the rule of their masters in order to build the wall, Um, who, as we'll see, obviously the Persian satraps and governors on that side were very against building the wall. They were trying to stop it and thought that, in fact, it was an act of rebellion against the Persian king, as we saw, and we will continue to see in Nehemiah. Pasuk and the old gate strengthened Yoyada, the son of Paseach, and Mishulam, the son of Besodiah. They roofed it and they established its doors, its locks, and its bars. Pasuk Zain. And adjacent to them strengthened Melatiah the Givoni and Yadon the Mironuti, people of Givon and the Mitzpah, until the chair of the governor of the Transjordan. This pasuk starts with the double identity of the people. So first, it tells you Melachia the Givoni. He's a Givoni, a donor from Meron, and then it repeats, and uh, And they built or strengthened the wall until the chair of the governor of Eberhanahar. Uh, what that means is until basically the seat of his power. Perhaps he had a palace there or some type of residence um, among that side of the wall, and they strengthened the wall until that residence. Pasukchet. Adjacent to it, strengthened Uziah, the son of Hadhayat Surfim, and adjacent to it, strengthened Halinah the son of Rakahim. And they strengthened it until the wide wall. Here the first person in this in this Pasuk has a double name double last name, Hadhayat Surfim. Uh, surfim perhaps is sort of like a family name as an occupation. Surfim means a purifier of gold or silver. Uh, we see over here the word for fortify, perhaps similar to the azov, ta'azov, and as an assist. Others interpret it as to fill up, so they were filling up the wall uh, with dirt and fortifying the wall. And adjacent to them strengthened Riphaya, the son of Hor, governor of half the district of Yerushalayim. Again, we see how much the people were dedicated even to governors, essentially, were were assisting in the actual physical building of the wall. Uh, The way the Persian kingdom worked is that there were several Pelech's, basically like districts, and each had their own ruler. Uh, The larger ones might have half-rulers for half the Pelech. Uh, So we'll see Pelech come up a couple of times here, essentially as ruling districts, or for the Persian bureaucracy. And adjacent to them strengthened Yidaya, the son of Hadamuth, and adjacent to his house, and adjacent to him strengthened Hatush ben Hashminaya. Uh, so in this pasuk, we see something interesting. A person actually strengthened the wall next to his house. Uh, perhaps this was a strategy employed by Nehemiah in order to make the people feel more motivated, um, actually working to protect their, their actual home. They'll see it as they work. Uh, I'd also like to point out that the panic switches off between Ali Adaw and Ali Adam several times, uh, between plural and singular singular for adjacent, so adjacent to them or adjacent to it. Uh, And there's a couple of options why. It could be referring to the people who built it. Um, So sometimes it could be referring to a lot of people, sometimes a single person, sometimes a single family or group of people. And the other option is sometimes in singular, it could be referring to the actual space, so adjacent to the area. which would be singular or adjacent to the areas where they built, if they built the previous name, we built multiple areas, it would be plural. Um, so you will see, or you might have noticed already, that the Pasukim pesu- do itself very often between al and al uh, So a couple of reasons why it's not very clear in the Pesukim what exactly it's modifying. pasuk dalif ben a second portion strengthened Melkiah, the son of Harim, and Hashub, the son of Pachat Moab, and the tower of the Tanurim. Here, a second portion means essentially equivalent to the last. Uh, so the same portion of the people in the last pasuk, which was Yidaya and Hatush, so too they built an equal measure, a second portion, as it were, to their, to their portion. Interestingly enough, someone here is called Hashub and Pachat Moab, of the governor of Moab, the Talmud, perhaps because we see Nehemiah's resistance to allow non-Jews to assist in the building of the walls, uh, identifies these as descendants of David, who came from Moab. Ben Sar and adjacent to it, strengthened Shalom, the son of the Lokhesh, governor of half the district of Yerushalayim, him and his daughters. A couple interesting things in this pasuk. This The son of the Lohesh, uh, literally the son of the Whisperer. Some suggest he may have been an animal charmer or perhaps someone associated with... Um, mysticism even israel others explain however that halakhesh is actually just his name and hey is part it doesn't actually mean his whisper that just happened to be his name we see here who Mlotav, him and his daughters it's the only time daughters or females are mentioned in the construction um, malbim explains tab here doesn't mean daughters it means cities so he's the governor of Jerusalem and its surrounding suburbs uh, however grammatically since a city should be nekevah it should be he uh, uvnoteha, so it does seem like it is referring to daughters. And the gate of the valley strengthened Hanun and the inhabitants of Zanoach. They built it and they established its doors, its locks, and its bars, and a thousand amot in the homa. Until the gate of Shifat. Shefot here is Ashpot. It's the same shah we're going to see in the next pasuk. Patsuk The eight Hashpot ha-ashpot ha Rehav ben Rechav, sar Pelech, Beit Hu yivnenu v'ya'anid atotav And the gate of Shifat strengthened Malkiah, the son of Rechav, governor of the district of Beit HaKarim. He built it and he established its doors, its locks, and its bars. Uh, the Sha'ar uh literally the refuse gate, is still around today. It seems pretty likely that this is referring to the same gate uh, based on the location this is in. Right now we've pretty much made about half the circle and we're in the southern part of the wall, which is where the Dun Gate is today in Yerushalayim. Pesuk Tevav V'et'shaar ha'ayin hechazik shalun ben kol sar and the gate of the spring strengthened Shalun, the son of Kolchose, the governor of the district of the Mitzpah. He built it and roofed it and established its doors, locks and bars, as well as the walls from the pool of Shelah. To the gardens of the king and until the steps that come down from the city of David. All these features were obviously features well known in the time and in the city. Berechat HaShelach, uh, the pool of Shelach, um, some want to identify it as Meha Shiloach, uh, where the water from Simchat Beit HaShoalah was taken. Pasuk Tetzain, Achadav Hechazik Nehamiah bin Azbuk Sar Hatsipelech Betzur, Adnegat Keveh Dadid, Va'ad Berechah HaSuyah. After him strengthened Nechamiah the son of Azbuk, the governor of half the district of Betsur, until opposite the graves of David, and until the man made pool, and until the house of the mighty. As you'll see, many of the things in these couple of Pesukim. Are things that are related to David. We're in Ir David now. This was the part of the city, obviously, where David was established, located, and oh, where he carried out his operations. Nehemiah. This pasuk, of course, is not Nehemiah that I booked his name after. Uh, this is Nehemiah ben Azbuk. A completely different Nehemiah. Pasuk itzain. After him, strengthened the Levim. Lehum the son of Bani, adjacent to him, strengthened Hashbaniyah, governor of half the district of Kailah, together with his district. Pasuk Yilchet. Acharev After him, their, their brother strengthened, bavi the son of Kailah, the governor of half the district of Kailah, Pasuk Yitet. And adjacent to him strengthened Ezer, the son of Yeshua, the governor of Mitzpah, a second measure across from Alot HaNeshek in the corner. Again, here we have a midrashinut where someone is doing a similar measure as the person before him. Uh, Avotanishek, the same, the name of a place, and re- we've reached a corner over here, the southwest. So we're now have what the southern wall left to build, and a little bit left of the eastern. After him. Heartily strengthened Baruch ben Zaki, a uh, similar measure, from the corner until the entrance of the house of Eliyashiv Kohen HaGadol. Pasuk Acharev ben Uriah ben After him strengthened a similar measure meremot the son of Uriah, the son of Kots, from the entrance of the house of Eliyashiv until the end of the house of Eliyashiv. Here we have Midas Shanit, probably not meaning a similar measure, but rather probably meaning a second measure, meaning that this, the man who built the wall over here, midemot, was already mentioned in Pasuk Tao. This is the second portion of the wall he built. Uh, so Midas Shanit, he exceeded his portion. He did a double portion and built two sections of the wall. Pasuk Kafpet, Vacharev, ha HaKohanim, and And after him strengthened the Kohanim, the people of the plain. Pasuk Kafkimel. After him strengthened Binyamin and Hashub adjacent to their houses. After him strengthened Azariah the son of Maaseya, the son of Ananiah, adjacent to his house. Pursuke Kaftawid. Azariah the son of Maaseya, the the son of after him strengthened Binui the son of Hanedad, a similar measure from the house of Azariah until the corner and until the tower. Tower here, pina is literally corner as well. Uh, sometimes a tower can be called a pinav since it does stand usually in the corner as just the best defensive position. Pasukhafe Palal bin Uzai Minegin Matara. Achara ben Parosh, Palal the son of Uzai, opposite the corner and the tower that came out from the upper palace of the prison courtyard. After him, Peda'yav ben Parosh. The pasuk here is chaser; it just has the person and the location. Doesn't actually say they strengthened it, uh, but obviously that's the intention of the pasuk. This is the parts that he built. The pasuk kafab, hayu and naked shot hamaim the mizrach and the Netinim were dwelling in Othel Strengthened until the gate of the water to the east And the extending tower Nitinim are descendants of the Kanaanim Who tricked Yehoshua as the Jewish people were entering Eretz Israel Yehoshua as a punishment for their trickery Essentially turned them into water bearers for the temple uh, So these people who were dwelling in the area Obviously next to the Beit HaMikdash Strengthened Um, In opposite the water gate, uh, makes sense, these people drawing the water, that's where they would live and that's where they would be working. After it, strengthen the tikoim, a similar measure, from opposite the large extending tower until the wall of Othel. Again here, Midashinid could possibly mean uh, a second time building the wall as opposed to a similar portion of the wall that the can mentioned earlier as well. Pasuk Kav HaSusim HaKohanim Ish Beto On top of the Gate of the Horses, strengthened the Kohanim, each man opposite his house. Clearly the Kohanim lived around the gate called Gate of the Horses or uh, they have the houses, and they strengthen that, that part. After that, strengthen Sadok the son of Yomer, opposite his house. After that, strengthen Shemaya, the son of Shechania, guard of the east gate after it strengthened חדנייה the son of שילמיה and Hanun, the sixth son of Salaf, a similar measure after it strengthened Mishulam, the son of בריחיה across from his chamber בפסוק למדאלת אחרב after him strengthened Malkiah, the son of Surfi, until the house of the Nitinim and the peddlers, opposite the gate of Mifkad, and until the ascension of the tower. And in between the ascension of the tower and the gate of the sheep strengthened Surfim and the Rochlin. Finally, we end back at Shar Hatson, the original gate where we started, so we clearly made a round circle. Um, here at theme again, are the ones who purify gold and silver, metalsmiths, and Rucholim are peddlers. Gimel and it was that some Malach heard that we were building the wall, and it angered him, and it infuriated him very much, and he ridiculed the Jews. Again, we spoke about this in the last chapter, when I was dealing in more detail into his reaction to the building of the wall. Perhaps as the wall became more successful, his reaction became more and more visceral. Pesukul Ahmed la yom v'chel shomron mahi yudim ha'amne osim And he said in front of his brothers and the population of Samaria and he said, What are these wretched Jews doing? Will it strengthen it for them? Will they be able to offer sacrifices? Will they finish the work in a day? Will they revive the stones from the piles of dirt which are now charred dust? Uh, Here we see Avchel Shemron, uh, the people of Samaria, come into play. The people of Samaria were a group of population that was transplanted transplanted to Eretz Yisrael, a non-Jewish population who uh, halachically had various statuses throughout the years. Obviously, right now they're not very friendly with the Jews, they're sliding with Sembalat. And Sembalat was saying... What do these people think they could do? Is it possible that they could possibly rebuild the wall? It's in such a state of disrepair. Uh, they need so much strengthening. They Are there actually anything going to come of this? Are they actually going to end up bringing sacrifices, making fun and showing the the sheer impossibility of what the Jews were about to do? <laughs> And Tuvia, the Amoni, was next to him, and he said, Even what they do build, if a fox were to climb on it, and it would break their stone walls. Continuing and building off his friend son, Balat, he said, And even if they do manage to get something done, what quality will it be? Will it actually be able to stop anything bad from happening? Uh, even a fox would be able to break the walls that they're building. Uh, now Nehemiah interjects with a prayer, Pasuk Lamed Hear, our Lord, because we were in an embarrassment, and returned their ridicule onto their heads and place them to an embarrassment in a captive land. We get a sense here for how much of an effect these enemies taunts were having. The, the Jews were in a situation where everything was great and their morale was fine. Really, they were in such a poor physical situation that the morale was low, uh, that these attacks on them were very serious, uh, that... It was such a serious thing that Nehemiah has such a serious response to them and such a prayer to Hashem uh, to put them in captivity and return their ridicule onto them. And don't cover up on their sins and don't erase their sins from before you for they have raged against the builders. These people have caused such a distraction they've caused us such a desperation to crawl into ourselves, don't have mercy on them, take them to the full under of their punishment. ad And we continued building the wall, and the entire wall was joined together halfway, and the people were committing to doing. So first we see this pasuk starts off with a response of the people to the taunts, very simply, uh, no matter how much they tried to put down to Jews, uh, they very simply continued their work. Don't even see a response here of Nehemiah to Sanballat and Tobiah. Rather, all we see is his prayer and continued work. And to show show that's, that's the response needed to happen right here, this is a time of dedicating yourself to the task at hand. Dedicating yourself to God And continuing to work uh, It says over here That the entire wall Was joined half white uh, Even though we just read A couple of pesukim earlier That they rejoined back At the Sheep gate uh, One explanation i like to offer Is that perhaps Even though they joined the wall it was half its height Or half its width they didn't fully building out the wall even if they created one layer, there was still work left to do. Another explanation is that the story of the taunts really happens in the middle of the wall. Uh, but rather we didn't want to interrupt the flow of building the wall in a circular motion. Uh, so the Pissukim simply listed all the th- completion of the wall and now is going back until when it was halfway, what happened in the middle of the taunts of the, the, taunts of the enemies.